0: back. I will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Secret.
1: Welcome to Prattle World. I'm your host, the ever amazing, ever spectacular Spider Dan. And in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. And welcome to Secret Bore Stories, where I invite guests to count down a personal top five list in high fidelity fashion. And Scott Hodgson is here to finish our Titanic trilogy. Of video games. Welcome, Scott. Welcome back to the show. It's Hello, been a while. Friend. It's been a while, yeah. It's been a hot minute. It has since but, uh, uh since our when was when was our last one it was a star wars one wasn't it star wars it was maybe games. a year ago yeah i think maybe so. a bit longer a little, maybe a little bit longer a little, yeah. a little bit longer and we did our twilight one with lucy before we did we which did. was uh, which was very fun and uh, yeah that was good uh, yeah n- nice to round off the trilogy it is good yeah so we've done you've done our star wars ones we've done our comic book video games and we're here now to talk movie licensed video games so i've not Use the term "movie tie-in" because historically there's not been many. I think good we would ones. have
2: struggled if <laughs> it was just specific movie tie-ins, <laughs>
1: it's like. Oh spider-man 2 and that's it for all five places i think <laughs> and i think we
2: had spider-man 2 in our comic book game, right well so we've already, we we'd already ruined it
1: again. we fucked it we absolutely fucked it yeah. um, so so with this one i we've decided to give ourselves a bit more of a chance so a mm. bit any, of leeway yeah a bit of leeway a little leeway um i know that some people might be considering the direct adaptations of these films and such but in this one we are allowing a little leeway so if it is a licensed movie property that these video games are based on. If it's in that universe of the movie, if it's a prequel or a sequel, it counts. Mm in our top five list. So have you pay, played many... I mean, obviously, saying what you've said, you've not played that many good movie-based games, would you say?
2: Well, um, you sent me the list of... I think all, on Wikipedia or something, mm. all the... It's not
1: that comprehensive, it, no, I and there's, a of, there's a lot and there's a lot of bad missing. ones
2: out there. I'm trying to come up with top five, I managed to get seven, a short list of okay. seven quite easily. Okay, good. And then three of those were definites, and then it was just me picking out which of the other four would fit i wanted in. to add <laughs> um
1: but uh, i've played yeah, i think i've played a lot a lot of duds as well but I, th- I, think we all have. I think we all have i think and and i think any of these like I, I think with star wars games there was a plethora we could have chosen from yeah even even the slightly crapper ones are good uh, same sort of with the comic book ones i think there's a few really excellent ones mm. and a few real duds out there. But with this, I think there's a there's a few franchises that I think are pretty solid, like the James Bond franchise, I think of games mm. are usually pretty solid. I and think I will be hearing a bit, mm, a bit of them, maybe. Yeah, maybe in a while. maybe maybe on my list, maybe mm. on your list. Mm. I do not know what Scott has chosen. So it could be a completely left field choice like ET on the Atari. I was gonna
2: say <laughs> notoriously the worst video game ever made Absolutely. is based, based on a film so yeah
1: and also uh, there's not many movie based video games that they try so hard to get rid of they bury them in the desert <laughs> If you, if you haven't seen that documentary on the E.T. video game, I highly recommend it. It's brilliant. And the uncovering and the digging up, and the they found the games. They, weren't, they weren't, weren't actually
2: sure if it was a myth or whether yeah, it, was it was real. Yeah, it was like a legend. They? yeah.
1: But it turned out to be a true legend, and, and who knew? Who knew? Anyway, let's get started, because we've got a lot to cover. Um, so, as always, you are the guest, Scott. So, I would like you to go first. Mm,
2: thank you. So, I'm going to start with my oldest pick, um, which is... Aladdin on the SNES. I-, I was torn between this and The Lion King because I really enjoyed both of them when they came out. And Aladdin, there was actually two versions. There was one on the SNES or the SNES, a Super Nintendo, and then there was one on Mega, Mega Drive? Drive, yeah,
1: or the Master System. I think it was yeah. that the
0: Master uh, System, Genesis, Genesis. Yeah. Sorry, Master. In,
2: in for our you, American, you're, yeah,
1: you're you're the you're the video game expert, <laughs> so I defer to you. Um, um, but yeah.
2: Yeah, so the one uh, on the Super Nintendo was made by Capcom, which, who are probably my favourite developer. Really? I think. Okay. They make Resident Evil and you know a lot of other. Pretty stuff. solid. Street Fighter. Yeah. The one on the Super Nintendo, it's a bit more platformy, whereas the one on the Mega Drive, you have a sword. But on the one on the Super Nintendo, you have to jump on people's heads and you throw apples at people to, <laughs> of, of course, stun them.
1: Because <laughs> um, they're they're deadly those apples. It, exactly, In exactly. comparison to a sword, the apple is deadlier than the sword. <laughs> Um,
2: and in the Super Nintendo, you have Abu running around the level with you. Oh, really? Which okay. is, uh, you know, he's sort of pointing the way to go and
1: ah. and
2: helps out a little bit.
1: I, I mean, I I always need that in a video game. Like, where am I going? What am I doing? Yeah. I don't know where I am. Help me. Um, and yeah, he's. He, I just think it's it's a lot more fun.
2: Um, I think I prefer platformy rather than action games. Or I did okay. back back in that that time anyway
1: i mean it's very much in line with what we are used to as the most popular form of video game like mario and things like that
2: you know you start off in agrabah you're mainly just trying to get to the end of the level but there's lots of those like the guards are Mm. trying to stop you and they've got swords and you have to jump on their heads or avoid them completely and there's also like a, a sort of a bed sheet that you can find that helps you float down to the ground Okay, interesting. Like uh, a parachute. Like a parachute kind okay. of thing, yeah. Um, and that wasn't in the Mega Drive one. And uh, at the end of the... So you, throughout the level, you can collect... You know the, the beetle? the the, gold yeah, the, like beetle the, scarab. Thing, the scarab. The scarab, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's one of those in every level. And if you find that, then you get a little bonus round with a... a I think there's a, like a roulette wheel and you can get extra lives and that oh, sort okay. of thing. Oh, okay. Um, but it's sort of a collect-a-thon. There's like lots of diamonds and diamonds in the rough and gems you can find. That's cool. Um But yeah, and, and the the magic carpet levels are quite good. So you're sort of flying around and having to get out of the cave of one. I wonders. forgot about those. Yeah,
1: but yeah, it's 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 a
2: good fun game. Yeah. Um,
1: well, I was I was going to mention it in my honourable mentions. In fact, yeah. uh, Aladdin. I think I think the the. Disney ones like like you said, Lion King again was an- another one I was going to consider in my honorable mentions. Again, they were they were a little difficult. I remember the Disney
2: li- one was really uh, Lion King was really hard. Yeah.
1: yeah, I remember like passing the first level and then it's the bit where you're like jumping over the giraffes' heads and stuff. That yeah, and you really got a roar. Really at, oh, and
2: there's monkeys as well. You've got to roar at them oh, God, to make yeah. them turn the other way to make you them throw you a different direction. That's
1: right. Yeah. Like um, I, so, so they were having a, they were having a good period for like kind of adaptations of video games, Disney. So. Yeah, I mean, I love the, the Aladdin film. I think you know it's a classic. The less said about the re- the live action remake, the better. Um, oh yeah, so that at Christmas, I think shocking, awful, yeah. <laughs> awful. Hello, I am Jafar. Oh, I am the evil. Yeah. I'm oh, I'm not going to turn into a giant snake. I'm just going to make a giant parrot. <laughs> Awful, just terrible. um But no, I, I think that that's a pretty good choice. I don't really remember it as well as I would like to. Like, does it does it feature many levels from from the game, like like stages that would be featured in the game, like the Cave of Wonders? Yeah, so the, and,
2: yeah, so, so there's one level where you're sort of going into the cave and you're jumping o- jumping over rocks and climbing over things, and then you get into or, or you walk past the carpet. I think I think you actually walk over the carpet and then it comes to life
1: that's nice that's nice Um,
2: and then you go into where all the gold and everything is and you gotta climb up up to reach the lamp all the lava starts coming out and the cave is getting destroyed so you gotta fly the carpet to try and get out and then the next level is I think you get the lamp and then you go into the lamp and Ah. there's you know lots the genie's playing lots of tricks and (laughs) Um, so
1: he's the villain of that level, at that level, yeah. But yeah. he's also
2: helping you and making platforms and things. Okay, but, cool. Uh, yeah, that that's really fun.
1: That's interesting.
2: Uh, and then you've got to go back to Agrabar and defeat. Jafar, Jafar, of course, who turns into the big snake at the end, and nice. you got to jump on his head
1: to kill him. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Well, I, I can see, I can see why they may have made some changes to that version. Obviously, him running around with the sword very rarely happens in the film, yeah. and and again, it might be a bit aggressive. I know there was a lot of like, you know, racial insensitivity with the film that when it came out, there was mm. a lot of like, mm, that's not quite right or true or yeah, that's a bit offensive. So maybe they were trying to avoid it and more controversy. Yeah, possibly.
2: Yeah. And in Nintendo was sort of the more family-friendly of the yeah. two. Of the, so of the two systems, yeah. They wanted to avoid yeah. a bit more of the violence and things.
1: Because I know they toned down like Mortal Kombat and things like that for for, yeah, for, so for the of, SNES releases. Instead of
2: blood, it was sweat. <laughs> so much Which, sweat. Yeah. So it was just this grey sludge that.
1: Arguably, that's someone. more disgusting yeah, and disturbing. Yeah. I think just someone sweating that much, <laughs> profusely sweating. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I get it. And but it does sound like they've, like you said, they've got a parachute option. They've got the jumping. They've got the apples. It's not like they've just gone. Oh, we won't have any of that. We need mm. to replace that with something or give give a different style, different take. Yeah. I always I always found the snares had better graphics as well. Generally? Th-
2: in general, yeah. I think this is one of the few where I think the Mega Drive actually looked a bit better. Oh, okay. The one on the SNES, it was sort of pixels, hmm. whereas the one on the Mega Drive, it was more hand drawn, I think. Hmm. So the Mega Drive one actually looked a bit better than okay. than the SNES. In in this instance,
1: in this instance, very good. Well, excellent choice. I think a lot of people will agree with you there. I think there's a lot of. uh, Is your choices are they coming out of like um, nostalgia a little bit? Are they coming out of really encapsulates you in that universe of the game? Yeah, it it definitely takes me back
2: um, because they've just been released, re-released as well on maybe a year ago or so um, as like a collection. So you've got. The Lion King and Aladdin as part of the same collection. Collection, yeah. Um, But yeah, I I think it was a really good platformer. The thing with the sort of parachute, that gave it a little extra dimension. Yeah, it it was pretty hard as well. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. Like a lot of the games Challenging, challenging. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I, I do remember though, they tended to be a little bit more challenging. Obviously the ones in the arcade were, obviously they want you to Put in as much money as you yeah. possibly can to continue the games. So they were quite difficult, and obviously, when a lot of these games made the move to a platform, they kind of reduced the difficulty a bit. But I, I always did find these quite challenging. Like I said, with Lion King, I don't think I ever got past the second level, but I really mm. enjoyed that first level. I would play it over and over and over, and I would keep attempting to to get further. But it was the, very very rare that I did
2: defeating Jafar. No, not Jafar, Scar. Scar. It. Yeah, defeating Scar at, at the end of the Lion King game. It, I never figured out how to do it. Because you're on top of this, like, pride rock and you've got to throw him over you. But I could never figure out what buttons you had to press it. I remember me and my friends would play it and we'd just button mash until it happened. Figure it out. But, yeah, I could never figure out actually how to throw him over you. That's
1: that's the thing with old games as well. They didn't, like... In, in some respects and, get, and even even to this day there's some days where I'm like I have no idea what I'm supposed to do at this point mm. you know they do obviously nowadays there's more instructional aspects and you have to do this to do this you press this button to do this thing you are required to do this at this point and there's still there's still a little bit of that disconnect but back in the day there was you would literally have to like buy a magazine yeah. to, to find out how you did that or you know ask for you know a tip of some older kid that knew how to do it, it was yeah. a very different world. Like nowadays, you literally go you buy moving. the game the day after someone has already completed it and yeah. it shows you how to get past that Just thing. Go on YouTube In- instantly. That's yeah. that's what I do all the time now. But that is an excellent, excellent choice. Um, so Thank I'm you. also gonna go with one from the Snes. Mm. So I'm gonna go for you. Like there's there's a few choices that people have come up with on the listener comments that we'll get into that are arguably better than the films themselves. And mm. I think this is. Is one of them, so I'm going to go with Judge Tred from 1995, based on the Sylvester Stallone film, which was uh, highly regarded as not being very good. With uh, what's his name? Uh, God! What's his name from the Adam Sandler movies? Rob. He's the Schneider. Schneider. Yeah. How is it? Rob Schneider's in it. Yeah. Luckily, he's he's not in this game. So, uh, so this game is kind of like a run and gun platformer. Um, so you're running around. It's kind of a bit like Alien Three. If you have played that on the Snares, It's kind of a similar. That was
2: one of my early picks. actually. Was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, nah, didn't didn't make didn't, it into my didn't short make the list. cut. Yeah. Didn't make the cut.
1: But it's quite similar in in gameplay to okay. that. Yeah, I've, um, I've never seen
2: footage of. Judge Red. Yeah,
1: Judge Dredd is alright. You've got multiple weapons, you've got grenades, you've got different type of... because the lawgiver can obviously shoot different types of ammunition so you get all the different types of ammunition and you're running around. The first six or so, I think there's like 12 levels or something like that. And the first six are based on the plot of the movie but after that it kind of is more based on the comics so it introduces like the dark judges like Judge Death, Judge Fear, Judge Mortis and Judge Fire I think they're all called. So this kind of supernatural more comic book element comes into it okay. uh, which often you find in like things like spider-man 2 they'll throw in more villains and stuff yeah like Not, shocker and- yeah or rhino or something yeah. like that so you get a bit of that and it was a, it was an interesting game because it had a mechanic where actually it incentivized you arresting the perps so, right. so you could punch them and arrest them and they when you arrested them this little platform would come they'd put the hands over the head and the platform would fly them away <laughs> and that would be it but when you did that you actually got more ammo because the ammo is quite scarce in the game so it allowed you to do that what it also did is when you when you killed a perp the a spirit of one of the dark judges would escape from their body which you could capture in a bubble <laughs> Uh, which was yeah, which is you know I guess it's kind of like Ghostbusters in a way. Um, so it's and the the backgrounds were were digitized from actually the sets of the movies. So they literally took photos and were like, right, we're just going to use that. And then the the latter half again is more in line with the comics. So so it was a really interesting game. You had uh, secondary objectives which you could complete as well. Um, so like destroy all these barrels to complete your second objective, or mm. make sure you arrest this guy instead of killing him which i think was kind of a little bit ahead of its time like we look at it now and it's like you know our red dead redemptions and things like that or yeah. other games of that kind of quality and caliber have those kind of mechanics where I like games that give you a choice and give you an option. Like mm. you don't have to. You can do it stealthily, or you can just go in and blow everything up. Like it's it's down to you as the player to decide how you approach that. It also had a level where you're on the flying motorcycle, and it's kind yeah, of an on-the-rail cool. shooter as well. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, it's it was fun. It's I don't think it's the the best game on my list by far, but I thought it was an interesting choice. I really enjoyed playing it. I love the music and the environment. And it really did immerse me in the world of Judge Dredd, that weirdly... (laughs) Satiristic, kind of dark, depressing, dis- fascist dystopia. It's got the ABC robot from the film. You fight, uh, Judge Rico, who's again in the film as well. So it takes that world and kind of meshes it again with the comic book one and does the kind of more weird and out there stuff, but still allows you to, to kind of relive those moments from the movie as well. Mm. So yeah, it was, a, it was, it was unique. Again, not, probably not the best choice. It's not as bad as maybe Yoda stories, which I picked <laughs> last time. But it's it's something that you can have fun with, and again, if you want to just gun down people, you can, you, them, yeah. you know. And also, it would have kind of like uh, monitors or kind of uh, set, not save points, but kind of monitors where you could uh, check the progress of your secondary objective, check your stats, your scores, and again, kind of a precursor to modern games as well. Mm, okay, so yeah, mm, very good. Judge Dread. Mm. So if you if you played that again, that was on the Mega Drive and the Snes. Um, but yeah, it's was. Again, I was, I'm, I'm, I've tried to avoid comic book games because we've kind of done them, so yeah. I, I've, I've tried to kind of stay away, but that's the only one on the list. Oh, good. Um, but anyway, moving on. Let's hear what your next choice is,
2: Scott. So
1: my next choice was um,
2: Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine.
1: Ooh, okay, okay. Which, have you heard of it? Was, it, was that the one on the Wii?
2: No, no, okay. no. I think that was Staff of Kings that you, okay. you we bought, played. You we bought played, me we? for my birthday. Oh, that's right, uni. yes, yeah, I, yeah. Did.
1: Yeah, I did buy that. <laughs> Shit, I forgot um, about
2: that. Infernal Machine. So this came out on PC, I think, either 98 or 99. Okay. And then I think it came out on the Nintendo 64 shortly afterwards. Okay. But I played it on PC when it first came out. And it's very similar to Tomb Raider, which, of course, the first mm. three Tomb Raider games have been out by that point. Hmm. So it controls very much like that. So, you know, sort of 3D. If it isn't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. And um, obviously you play Indiana Jones and uh, you're chasing the Russians in this game Ooh. rather than the Nazis. Is, it,
1: is this... So a little bit like one of your favourite films, the fourth one. Oh, yeah. Great film, <laughs> that not it? Um,
2: yeah, so... Um, Basically, there's this ancient machine. Um, I think it's in Egypt somewhere. Um, But um, the Russians are trying to... It's a machine that goes in between dimensions as well, if I remember rightly. But you start off uh, in some sort of jungle place, I think. Um, But yeah, so there's a lot of climbing, um, a lot of pushing boulders and rocks to then climb on them and then climb on other things. Um, but of course you've got your trusty whip yeah so that's the difference between i think i think that's what this marks this a step above those early tomb raider games for me so there's points where obviously there'll be like a tree trunk over a gap and then you can use the whip to swing across nice and a lot of the times when you do that it plays a little bit of the indiana jones theme
1: almost like a uh, when you do a bond moment in the games
2: yeah in the the bond yeah in those bond games so yeah if you Use the whip, swing over. It goes, da da du. Yes, which is a nice little touch.
1: Yeah, I, I do. I do really appreciate the the video games where they have the music or a form yeah. of the music or yeah. something like when it's not on just an original track. I like it. Just it makes you feel like, oh no, I am Indiana Jones. Yeah, I am. This is me being Indiana Jones. So,
2: so the music is really good in the film. So it's got the whole indie theme. Nice, um, which is really good. And then the the sound effects are really good as well. I think one of my favourite sound effects in films is Indiana Jones' revolver. There's something that doesn't sound like any other gun going off for me. You can always tell that that's Indiana Jones's revolver. I don't think I've it's never, any. I've never noticed it. Yeah. Myself. yeah, I just really like it. It's it's so distinctive. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's probably my favourite gun. The favourite gun, gun noise, yeah. gun
1: sound effect. Um, well, well, I'll, I'll mark it down. I'm going to have to listen to that now because I need to know what it sounds like because I can't picture I don't know, it at
2: you, all. I think you would if you if I heard hear it, hear,
1: you think, yeah, that's Indiana Jones. Yeah, maybe. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I just can't think of it right now. I can't um, picture it right at this moment. But yeah,
2: so so you so you have your revol- trust your revolver. Um, and then you get a machete later in the game as well. So your enemies are mainly the Russians, but there's also um, some animals as well. Like obviously there's snakes that you have to shoot and we know how much he hates his snakes. He does
1: hate snakes, that's um, that's it.
2: And like spiders and you can get poisoned and you have to use, uh, what would you call, not anti-poison,
1: Anti-venom? Anti-venom.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think you collect those and you get med kits and things and you have to heal yourself.
1: Maybe just don't go near those snakes. That, that yeah. would be my advice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's
2: um, a sort of vehicle section as well as a mine cart section. Nice. Oh, yes. Um, and then there's uh, a couple of sections where you're driving around in a Jeep. Okay. Um, I mean, one, one level, there's loads of hyenas and you have to get into these pyramids. But I would just spend the whole time just going around in the Jeep running yeah, over the hyenas. Why not? I just do that for hours.
0: <laughs> and, animal um,
2: cruelty. Whenever you hit an animal or a person, um, the the horn would beep on the Jeep. Okay. So it's not something you could press, but it's no. whenever you hit
1: something, he'd beep the horn. Yeah. And that's your awesome. favourite car noise as well, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time you murdered a poor defenceless uh. animal, you were like,
2: N-n-n-. poor hyenas. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so... Uh, The story, it kind of is quite out there for Indiana Jones. It does sound But then it's kind of, it's very similar to number four in a way. Yeah. So there's these sort of alien crystal beings that you you fight later on. Hmm. Um, And the boss at the end, basically you have to charge your whip with some sort of like electricity thing. So you have to whip this glowing ball until your whip gets charged and then you have to go and fight the boss with that. And that yeah. took me ages to figure out. Again, uh, back in those days, yeah, they
1: don't tell you anything.
2: So I was just spending the whole time shooting him with my trusty revolver, and it just didn't do anything. Do you,
1: do you remember the guides you could buy from yeah. from the game shops? I, I don't think I ever bought one. I never on any bought. Game. I never bought one, but but I remember I was playing Legacy of Cain, which I love. Those games, I love the story and the lore of that. Uh, and I remember going in, I was like, I'm stuck on one moment. I was like, it was driving me fucking insane. And I went into the shop. I read. I read the book. <laughs> read the book at that moment right. and then I went right remember that go home and it's <laughs> the, the annoying thing with me is is those moments in the games is usually something really straightforward like oh you just needed to turn that corner or or walk mm. against the wall to do this like I, I was playing uh, Mad Max for this and there was a moment where I was like I can't get past this bit and all all I had to do was walk along a small ledge like shuffle along a small ledge. I couldn't figure it out, so I left it. I left that level, and I was like, I'm going to go back, and then I figured it out. I was just like, you fucking yeah. idiot. So it's usually so simple, those kind of silly moments, but yeah. yeah, it always used to drive me insane. Batty sometimes gets me really mad. <laughs> um,
2: and there, there was this sort of inflatable raft that you'd get as an option in a level, or uh, was it an item you, Were you in a falling level? out of a plane? No, no. Should have done. Should've yeah. Done. Um so yeah again another little callback to the films as well. Um but yeah that that was a really good game. Huh. Uh, the voice acting wasn't great. It wasn't Harrison Ford, but it was <laughs> surprise surprise. Yeah. He's, um, I
1: mean, I mean, he's fairly miserable. So he probably, probably yeah. was. He's probably doing something else. <laughs> he's probably like, I'm probably, I'm doing Witness or the Fugitive, <laughs> a Fugitive, at that or point. something. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know what. Eight. Clear and present danger. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what. Air Force One. Just listing his <laughs> films now. Um, but yeah. uh, I, I did almost list an Indiana Jones game, but it was Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. Yeah. Did you play that one?
2: I did, yeah. I've had that on Xbox, I think. Yeah. So
1: that came out a few years after this one, I think. Yeah, the um, combat in that was amazing. It yeah. Really, every... Like, you like the sound of the gun. I like the sound of the punches yeah. in Indiana Jones. I do remember that, And actually, it's just yeah. like, the combat was so good. It really... Every time you hit, a, landed a punch, it felt so solid and so real. Yeah. And the reaction and the... And, and the it, grappling and everything was so good in that
2: your hat would fall off every now and again you could go and pick it up <laughs> yes um,
1: and again you could use the whip to swing over stuff yeah. and, and again there was a lot of puzzles involved Very to- again very Tomb Raider yeah. uh, and I think the music again was used yeah. but uh, that was that was my Indiana Jones game that was all yeah. one for me but yeah there was the one on the Wii we, that I bought you that we did play there was a co-op option, wasn't there I think there was yeah because I remember us both playing it yeah. f- in some form or, or
2: some of sort of yeah staff, shoot, staff shoot out of- Thing or staff something. of Kings, staff, wasn't it? It was king's Like Moses' yeah.
1: staff or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, excellent mm-hmm. choice. That was that was a good fun game. though. yeah, one. yeah. I think I think you've uh, I've, I've not played it myself, but mm. uh,
2: oh, and there's there's a, a bonus level where you get to go back to Peru. Um, okay. So the beginning of the Raiders. So you know when he's with the boulder chase mm. and the idol and everything. So you get to play through that as oh, a level. Nice. Um, and there's he, he sort of makes references, so you you see. Alfred Molina's... No, was it Alfred Molina? Yeah, it was Alfred Molina. Yeah, yeah. the guy, the guy like... Yeah, one, tries to steal from him. Yeah, yeah. and he, he says... Because oh, he, he sees his, he's dead on the floor or whatever he is. Mm. He says, oh, you should have passed me the whip, old pal. <laughs> <laughs> Which was, I thought was quite good. That's cool. I but like... there, there's another idol hidden above the other one he got in the film. Yeah. And there's another boulder yeah. that you have to run away from. Standard. But yeah, that, that, that was good fun.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, um, speaking of machetes... I've got a game that we both played, Uh, so I'm going to suggest for my number four, it's Friday the 13th, The Game. So this is an online multiplayer game. Now, I think it's really hard to capture certain films, And I think this does it really well. Like, I watched, what I did is I binged all of the Friday the 13th films for a podcast, and then I decided to play the game. And if this is one of the more immersive games I've played, because not only did Harry Manfredini, who did the soundtrack, come back, we had uh, Kane Hodder, who played Jason in the films. He did the motion capture Mm. and Tom Savini, who did all the makeup and the effects uh, for some of the films, comes back and designs the kills. So... You're already kind of based on that. You're already immersed totally in this game. Like the the music is good. The you basically it's a survival horror game. You either play as Jason and you're trying to kill the camp counselors, or you are playing as as the counselors trying to survive. Again,
2: asymmetrical multiplayer game. I there you go, the, the there the you go, Scott. There you go.
1: That's yeah. the term. That's the term. See, I always defer to you for this. I'm like, it's a <laughs> game. Uh, I just played the game, uh, and and basically you you have to collect items, you have to hide, you have to uh, fix phone lines so you can call the police, you need to uh, rewire a car, um, get gas for the car, things like that. Uh, Jason is armed with, like, traps and throwing knives and some supernatural powers as well. And it basically just plays out like every slasher film you've ever seen. And the the, the there's a lot of running. Uh, what I also liked as well is every Jason you play has has the same kind of abilities they do in each film. Yeah. So, so uh, a Jason, for example, that will run in that particular film will be able to run in the game. Tom Savini also designed a, a Jason and a totally original Jason – for this game that is based on when he went to hell, so he's like a demonic guy with a pitchfork and everything, and uh, and we played this together, and I, I remember this because I remember you, I because we are obviously we got our headsets on, we're playing, and and usually we kind of meet up, we can constantly if you pick up a radio, you can hear what people, yeah. other people are saying, but if you don't pick up the radio, and it's only when you're nearby, yeah, and I remember we were playing it a few times, and eventually you got Jason, and you had to kill everybody, and. I can only hear your voice when you're nearby, right? And so, so when you were like, "Oh shit," and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and you can hear the music. It's like, "Ding, ding, ding, ding!" Coming for you, and it's like, "Shit!" It really does shit you up. There's a there's a fear meter as well. So the more afraid you get, your you, your screen starts to black out. Yeah, and uh, it's it proper. Like you and you and me were playing it, and it still shit us up because he would just turn up and start like hacking away and stuff. Yeah. Um. Did you Did you enjoy playing that?
2: I love playing that. It, it, that was on my honourable mentions yeah, list. This game,
1: absolutely. Um, yeah, we, we should play it more. Really, the the problem is now they've taken the servers down. Oh, are they so so the only way we can really play it is if we've got like seven other people to play oh. it with. It's we can't play it in the same way. Unfortunately, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they took is that a, like a legal thing. I guess so because right,
2: it's. On- Sure, it was pretty popular.
1: It was very popular. It was released in 2017 for Xbox and uh, PlayStation 4 and everything. Mm. And it was really, really popular. And they had a virtual cabin which teased uh, Jason X. So Jason X is the film that's set in space. Mm. And he becomes like this uber-cyborg Jason. They were planning to do a DLC. But problem is the rights are currently being contested in court so they couldn't release any f- further mm. content because they wouldn't make any money. So this virtual cabin where it's got loads of Easter eggs and references to the films yeah. and and you know bits and pieces um, just unfortunately didn't really go anywhere. It's kind of you kind of solved puzzles and it was a, a puzzles because that's a word puzzles and uh, and it's a first person perspective when you do that and sometimes he'll come for you. Uh, there was also a mode where a one player mode where you can actually reenact every single film. Yeah. Oh, cool. So there'll be the there's like a corkscrew kill when you kill um Crispin Glover you could kill with a corkscrew like in the movies yeah. and things like that like and it's a real challenge mode because you have to do it in a certain way in a certain amount of time and make sure they're all dead so yeah there was a lot to the game and there was a lot of, of, of that you could even kill Jason it's pretty hard so you had to get Tommy Tommy Jarvis needs to be in play which some a random character would be given that character because if, if you died if you died yeah. But also, yes, you're right, a female character had to wear the jumper, like in Friday the 13th Part 2, and distract Jason. And during that moment, then you would kill him. Oh, okay. Cause you could, like, knock him out with sure, baseball yeah. bats and things. But yeah, like, you could shoot a, a flare in his face yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Or you could, yeah, you can stun him, but you can really stop him necessarily. Yeah. And you can jump out of windows and things. But then if he destroyed the windows, you'd be cut. Yeah. You'd be bleeding. You'd be limping. And there's environmental kills for Jason. You yeah. Could, you
2: could push him in the fire and that's like right. sort of Just get him in yeah.
1: there and uh, put him in a, a bloody combine harvester. You know, all sorts of horrible, like, deadly stuff. But it does really capture, you know, those films are you know, however you feel about them—good, trash, whatever—but it did put me in that atmosphere, and I was genuinely scared. Yeah, and, yeah. And that, and, that, and that's what I wanted from that game, and it really, it really gave mm. me that. And I, I had a lot of fun playing that with you, and I'm glad we were able to play it when we had the opportunity. Yeah, because uh, we, I think we had a lot of fun with that. I, th- I think um, I just, yeah, I love, I love that game, and I love that they went to so much effort. And the same company are developing a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Mm. which is coming out either this year or next year and it's a similar kind of thing okay. and I've just pre-ordered the Evil Dead game as well which is kind yeah. of similar as well did they do the um, uh, Predator game that uh, wasn't that then? sort of yeah else? I think I think they did. Yeah, they may have done. Mm. Um, Which, again, is an honourable mention for me as well. Uh, I didn't quite make the list, but I quite enjoyed that Mm. when I did play it. Um, But, yeah, that is my my choice. I'm not sure if there's anything else I wanted to mention about that. Um, Apart from, like again, the council's had their had their strengths and weaknesses, much like Jason has his mm. strengths and weaknesses, whichever Jason you pick. Um, I loved knocking the mask off him, and you could see his true face underneath. Oh, and I don't you, think you I You could, could did pick that. up the mask, and, and that was like a bonus as well. But, yeah. Uh, there was it, literally, it was kind of like playing Worms, you know, like any, mm. anybody can fuck up at any point, and anything could happen. Yeah. And I loved the unpredictability of it as well. Yeah, very good. Thank, thank you very much. I'm glad and I'm I'm glad it's one we played together as well. Yeah. It, was, it was a fun game to play. But what is your next one? Um so my next pick is oh, what are we going to go with?
2: Um whatever
1: you want. What, what what are you in the mood for? Yeah,
2: let's let's go with stick stick with the horror. Hmm? Um the thing uh, I played on the Xbox, I think. So okay. I think it came out in 2000 early 2000s, 2002 I think. Okay. Um and it's I think it was sold originally as a proper sequel to the film but I don't think it's considered canon now. Um
1: yeah, from what I've heard that's that's true, yeah.
2: But um yeah, you you sort of play um as I think you're sort of a group of soldiers that go in to find out what ha- what happened because I think it's been a few months mm. since um since the film and you yeah, know there's been no communication so they send in these troops and then it starts off you you're looking through the base um and everything's been destroyed, of course. And then you come across um, a body in the snow, which is Child's. Oh. But MacReady is nowhere to be found. Oh, um, But yeah, it's a very interesting game. Um, and it, it's, it did something that I've not seen in a game since. And I'm not sure why no one else has done it. Okay. Um, but basically, you, you have a squad with you. So you play this one guy, but then you can have up to three other soldiers with you. Okay. Um, and, of course, the whole thing about the thing is paranoia. and Trust. Not know, trust and not mm. knowing who's a thing and who's not. And that's brought out in the game. So at, at specific points, um, I, basically, when they sold the game, it was like any one of your squad could be a thing okay. and you don't know, but also they could think that you're a thing. So what you have to do is you have to earn the trust of your squad and you can do that by doing different things. You could give them your guns or some a gun and then they'll think, oh, he's not a thing because he's given me a gun, I trust him a bit more. Or, you know, you can heal them and that sort of thing. But then if if you don't do any of that and you don't look after your squad, they start to get paranoid and they it can go to the extent where... They don't move and then they sort of cower in a corner and then they can eventually even just kill themselves because wow. they're so, <laughs> so scared of everything and they just freak out. Best friends. Yeah. <laughs> so you've basically got to try and look after your squad and, and survive basically. And there's lots of, the enemies start out as sort of, I think they're supposed to be like the, the spider Spider-head. heads. Yeah. yeah. I so remember, they're sort of very yeah. small on the floor, but then there's other man sized things as well. Or bigger. Or bigger ones. Yeah. Um sort of mid-transformation, so they've got legs, but, you know, they look grotesque on the top. Um, so the little ones you can kill quite easily, but the bigger ones, you have to use a flamethrower on them to kill them. You can't kill them just with your bullets. So you have, like, a machine gun um, that is your main weapon, I guess, so you can hurt them a bit, but then you have to finish them off with a flamethrower. But you also, one of your items is the sort of blood test. Ah, okay. So to get your mates to trust you, you could do a test in front of them and say, look, I'm not a thing. I've just done a test, but there's only a certain amount of tests available. But also you could use a test on your squad and there's a chance that they could just turn into a thing then and there. Wow. That that was the promise of the game originally. I don't know if that was ever actually a thing because there were certain moments in the game when your squad mates did turn into a thing but i think they were the same every game yeah, so like it's sto- story based yeah, yeah. I, so i think if you did a test on someone and it came out fine two seconds later the script would turn him into a thing and you'd be like oh i've only just done a test on him right. so so i don't think it was i don't think they had the technology at that point to actually make it properly authentic properly yeah authentic, uh, properly, yeah, authentic yeah. or um, random, I guess. Yeah. So I think every playthrough was pretty much the same and people would turn into a thing at the same point in a game. But nevertheless, it was still really good fun um, and really scary as well in bits, just because that whole paranoia thing. If you, if you bought into it, you'd think...
1: Never quite safe.
2: Yeah, because you could give your gun to someone and he could just turn around and shoot you with that gun. <laughs>
1: um, uh, yeah, it sounds like the idea in... Theory is good, but maybe the practice and the yeah. technology was kind of not quite there just yet. That's
2: that's my thinking of it, yeah. and I'd love to see someone do a remake of that game now because I think yeah. the technology would be there to, to make it properly. Absolutely, like, there's work. so
1: many. Like I, I, love horror games in general anyway because I just I get well into them, and and they're a lot more effective because I'm actually experiencing that, you know in real time and, you know, really shits you up. So I think something like that would work. And again, I mean, there's that game, is it Amongst Us or Among Us or...? Oh yeah, which is basically um, the thing, isn't it? Cause, yeah, because one of you is the traitor or yeah. something. So if they just did that, but like again, a real world one yeah. with flamethrowers and you know in, in the Antarctic maybe or somewhere else. Yeah, it's definitely doable. I, I would say that. I I actually researched this myself as well because I was kind of looking because I half remembered that game and I was mm. like I was like that does sound quite interesting and I, I, I the, some of the story beats sounded really interesting as well like. There's like an evil doctor who is in a base underneath who is mm. played by John Carpenter. Yeah. And then the ending, the helicopter pilot that picks you up...
2: Yeah.
1: ...is MacReady.
2: Yeah. It's implying so, yeah, this, this helicopter comes out of nowhere and then you defeat the massive thing and then you sort of say, oh, what's your name? And he goes, oh, MacReady. Mm. So, yeah. So it's it, implying that it's- maybe he is the
1: thing, potentially. Yeah. yeah. So
2: either he survived... And he's not a thing or he is a thing. Mm. So it just, it's, Ends on the same note as the the film. Basically, it sounds yeah.
1: like our friend James Beglin would like that because he was mm. he had an issue with the ambiguous ending of the thing, which yeah. we love because that it works so well. But yeah. he was like, "No, I need it resolved." <laughs> so play the game, James. That'll resolve yeah, it yeah. for you <laughs> clearly, <laughs> even if it's canon or not. Then you, you get your ending. Yeah. But there you go. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, excellent choice. One of my favorite films as well. Like, yeah, it's my favorite just, horror film. Yeah, it's just brilliant. I yeah. think there's there's it's a it's hard to be to find fault in that. Mm. Um, My next game, you probably could find a few faults in, but I fucking loved it. Die Hard Trilogy. Yeah, yes. Not only did you get one game, not only one film, you got three films (laughs) in one, three different play styles. You had Die Hard, the first film was in third person. You had an on-the-rail shooter for Die Hard, Die Harder, Die Hard Mm. 2, Die Harder, and Die Harder with Vengeance was basically... Crazy taxi with bombs, yeah, which was his mental. Um, now I learned about this. I learned that the the developers that were working on this, the senior developers, were moved over to pl- to develop Alien Trilogy. So the mm. younger developers are actually developing this game, so they're giving a, a chance and uh, you know and a, the the moment to to create this game. And again, like you were saying, like the poor voice acting mm. definitely comes up in this game. Like, want well, to stay alive? and stay with me. <laughs> like, You're not Bruce Willis. Uh, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. And it is they are very kind of glitchy, and they are. It's you know the third person one is probably. I think my favourite was Die Hard 2. I remember I had a... I
2: think I had a demo disc. Or, a, or it was a friend oh, okay. who had a demo disc. And it was only of, the, of, of Die, Die Hard 2. 2. And I just remember... I think it was the very beginning where you're outside yeah, the, the airport. airport. Uh, but yeah, I don't remember playing the other two.
1: Yeah, the that, that was my favourite because... Again this this game was really gory as well like it got banned in Germany because in the in the uh, third game when you're running over pedestrians innocent pedestrians they'd scream mm. their blood would cover your windscreen oh <laughs> and then you would wipe it off with the wipers <laughs> windscreen wipers so they were like yeah not for us i mean G- i mean germany does show porn in the middle of the afternoon so <laughs> who's to say um, but yeah it was uh, it was pretty gory and i remember in that in the in the airport there's tiles on the roof and you could shoot the tiles and they would fall down and like cut people in half oh, wow. <laughs> it was crazy uh, it was insane there was a lot of innocent obviously the idea is like you don't kill any innocents yeah. they'll mine it's very they're very much an arcade game. So it's all about the score and getting the highest score. And if you kill innocents, it's going to ruin that high score. Yeah, Yeah, you'll lose a life or something like that. But a lot of the weapons they give you are like rocket launchers, (laughs) explosive shotguns. You know, it's kind of ridiculous. They kind of want... The damage and the explosive, you know, and even in the taxi game, the like in the, in the, in the taxi game, the Die Hard 3, the, you know, you don't get out of your cab to disarm the bomb, you run it over and it still explodes. <laughs> it still explodes, but you're like, did I? You're not quite sure if you, you defuse <laughs> yeah. the bomb or not because it's still blowing up. You're yeah. like, did I do it? I'm not sure. But yeah, I, th- I think the mechanics of two of the games were not great, but because you were you're were getting three games for the price of one, I think mm. you kind of forgave it a little bit. Yeah, and and actually, the weirdly, even though the all three games are kind of based on each of the movies, the plot is a totally unique one. Yeah, okay. it's a totally original plot, but covers the same beats. Yeah of the film um, it's it's unusual and again it's, it's very rough around the edges uh, I read an article recently when you know people are talking about remasters and there's been mm. remasterings of a lot of stuff like uh, Ghostbusters for example yeah um, they were the, the the lead director was like, no, I don't want a remaster of that because the charm is how shit it is, <laughs> and how how glitchy and crap the graphics are. Yeah. So if you if you remake it, it's you know there's there's some you're gonna lose something in that, and, mm. and and it is very kind of rough and ready. But if you're looking to play as John McClane, and if you're you want to be that guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. Die Hard trilogy I think is is an excellent game for that. Again, I think my least favorite was probably the driving section because I, f- I feel like that's the one that was the least polished. Yeah. Um there was a lot of glitches with that one. The first one is fine, but it's a bit weird as a third person shooter, it doesn't really hmm. There's a lot of mechanics that I feel are very like very PS1 mechanics which yeah. I just feel like, you know, I'm just pointing, hoping that it lines up with the villains and hoping that I don't shoot hostages again. So, yeah, it's 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 one of those. But, again, I kind of forgive it because I had so much fun, um, you know, destroying airports, basically. <laughs> I mean, you probably wouldn't get it now. I'm not sure if they would nah. remake it now with everything and terrorists <laughs> and airports and stuff. But um, from, from what it was at the time and, you know, for my age and, you know, I love the Die Hard films. They're all amazing. So it, mm. it really... Felt in keeping with that. So, so yeah, it really immersed me in that. Again, do lines from the films. You fight Hans Gruber, you know, you get, you know, Zeus, Samuel Jackson's character yeah. tells you when to turn in the third one. You get the, uh, you know, that kind of. The NYPD blue actor who's shouting at McLean in the second one. Yeah, he's like the airport security yeah, guy. Yeah. He's he's constantly having to go at you throughout the thing. It's like, what are you doing? You're destroying the airport. You know <laughs> that sort of thing. It's 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 utterly ridiculous, mm. but it's it's fucking well entertaining yeah. and a lot of fun. But um, I think I think you missed out, Scott, if you only yeah. played the demo. I think you there was. I mean you played the best one I'll give you that. Yeah. But there was there's there was uh, there was fun to be had in in all versions of that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, definitely felt like blowing a lot of shit up so yeah. it was definitely a good one. What's your uh, what's your next one?
2: It's the one uh, that's been dipping in and out of my top 5. Okay. Okay. Um but it's in there now. Okay. So we're it's... sticking with
1: it. It's 100% sure. Yeah.
2: I think so, yeah. Okay. okay. Um and it's the most recent one in my list: okay. uh, Alien Isolation. Good shout! Very good shout. Wasn't going to put it in because I'd never actually finished it. Neither did I. Yeah,
1: I, we'll get. Well, I'm sure we'll get into why. Yeah, but yeah. Go on.
2: Um, but um, yeah, I, in terms of sort of the aesthetic of the game, the atmosphere, it really, really holds up to that. The first Alien film. The ship looks fantastic. The you know the the sound effects and the noise, of the computers, um, and the, the, noise his, of the, the hissing, doors the hissing and of the
1: the the steam pipes and stuff, yeah. and you're like,
2: "Fart!" It's so good. It, it, it's very slow at the beginning, so um, you play as um, uh, Ripley's daughter, yeah, Amanda. Amanda, Amanda? Yeah. I want to say Amanda, yeah. And you go to the Nost- Nostromo to find out what happened to your mother, and it's and there is one single alien running about the ship but yeah it's sort of very slow to begin with it's basically you know a horror game a horror stealth game i would yeah. probably call it um and of course you can't defeat the alien your only chance is to hide and the alien ai is some of the best ai i've ever experienced in a game it's it's not set on any particular route it very much the alien can do whatever it wants at any point so it can climb through vents um, it can go around a corner and then come back straight away when you think it's gone off somewhere else. It can hide in the walls. It can crawl through in the anything, roof. In, in the, the roof, roof as well, yeah. And, um, yeah, it's a very scary game, but very authentic to the film.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Like, I know you were saying how slow it was. Like, like there is a long period before you even see the alien or you're mm. even in a level with the alien. However, from the get-go, I was shitting it. Yeah, yeah. Because like,
2: you, you're just waiting. Well, right, when's this alien coming? It's going to pop gonna out, and get me.
1: yeah. And and one of the other, one of the other kind of obviously, there's human villains in there as well, and allies and various other there's things. Android alien, yeah, um, the, enemies as well. The uh, average Joes, or what they call the working yeah. Joes, working yeah. Joes. Those are probably more disturbing than the alien itself. Yeah, but I, I have to agree with you. It is it heightens that like. Everyone loves Aliens obviously because mm. it's it's very bombastic there's more of them you know it's an excellent sequel Uh, but this really captures that first film the intensity of climbing through the noises as well all the like you were saying about like indiana jones gun, like the noises for this like everything is just like you can just hear it in the original movie you can hear every little sound detail the the way the alien and the alien is huge as well like in comparison to you it's like seven or eight foot tall and it's it's terrifying Mm. and i remember when you were saying like the ai is amazing i literally the first experience i had with the alien it killed all these guys in this big room and then before i'd done anything it stabbed me in the chest yeah and i was like how the fuck am i gonna win this how am i even gonna survive this game yeah
2: there's bits where you you sort of see it around a corner you think "Oh, i've got a leg it so you start running away and then the game stops and you look down and you've been impaled by its (laughs) tail in your chest um yeah um and you, you do have some weapons, um, so you, you get a flamethrower and some guns, and you can use those to fight the human enemies and the androids. But obviously, they don't work on the
1: alien, and you can't. You just
2: have to hide. And I think there's some items you like, can
1: use the flame. The flamethrower makes them run away. Yeah, but it's again, it's only for a short amount yeah. of time.
2: Yeah, but there's sort of like noise distraction items yeah. you can throw and. Um, you can upgrade those as well. You can yeah, upgrade that. and then there's sort of like computer screens that you can use to like turn off lights in areas and smoke, do you can, things, the you turn the smoke on, yeah, turn it, yeah, something. open vent yeah. vents and close vents and things. But yeah, I, I think I probably played it for about ten hours or so, and then I sort of just went off it and never went back. Yeah, but I I kind of had my fill at that point. I think it was yeah. it's I think it's quite well known for being a long game to its detriment. Yeah. Um, I'd whereas agree. If, if it had just been shorter, it would have been a much better game.
1: I think it is. It is a tricky game. It is a difficult game. But for me, I got to the point where the face hookers come into it. I don't even think I got that far. Did you don't get that no. far. I got into that, and it just, it. I felt like it nerfed the game because yeah. it was just like they were too quick, and then before you know it. And you're oh, dead. Okay. And that's it. So that's what that's what stopped me from playing, because um, you get into this kind of hive area mm. um, that the you know Wailing Utani been building and you know developing. So you got all the eggs and stuff. Yeah. And and again, like if you if you miss with your flamethrower, you're, all, you're already on your face. So yeah. I just went. I, I can't do this. Like yeah. I could just about manage the alien and the working Joe's and the human enemies, but I was just like. No, it's too, you've just ruined the gameplay for me. Yeah, it was, too, it was just too much. That it was too difficult. If they were maybe if they were a bit bigger or I don't know some like something else, maybe another robot or something or a different yeah. type of enemy. But that was just too it was too difficult. Mm.
2: But I do like having the motion tracker. Oh you know, yeah, one oh of the most God. iconic items you can have in a video game. Yeah,
0: that was really cool.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, I've just. I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's really good and this and the Amanda Ripley has become like a real big character within mm. the universe yeah. because of the popularity and the story and and obviously like there's obviously a huge because she dies when uh, Ripley comes back of old age, so it was a, yeah. a long sp- stretch of time. So where it
2: was cut out of the film, wasn't it? The, it was, the yeah. It's in original... so the director's cut. Yeah.
1: Um, the director's cut is not on Disney+, Plus, by the way, so don't mm. even bother going on Disney+, Plus to watch that version. Um, but yeah, that, that whole idea, but that, again, informs that film and her relationship with Newton yeah. you know, and the alien queen being yeah. the mother as well and everything. But no, I, could, I couldn't agree with you more. It almost made my list as well, because mm. it's just... So immersive in that world, and 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 again, that the motion detector is like the exact same noises yeah. and everything. Incredible game. Uh, I again, it,
2: I think it might be in VR now as well. I think oh, God, a VR I don't think version. I could do it in
1: VR. But I might go back to it yeah. if I can. Yeah, I, I I do remember that they brought back the original cast of Alien to do like a DLC where you can play yeah. the actual. Movie Alien, yeah, as them and as those characters. Um, I tried it and then I didn't finish it. I, I think I, I think I tried that before actually playing the game, so I was like, I don't know how oh, to play okay. this, yeah. So, so I think I, and, and I don't think I ever went back. I think, I think it was on my PS3 and then I didn't, I, I downloaded it for the PS4 and I had to kind of start again, mm. so I was kind of like, eh, I'm not really going to pay for the DLC if mm. I'm not going to finish yeah. the full game. So I was like that, but no, absolutely excellent choice, yeah. I think a lot of people would agree with you on that one, yeah. Right, next for me. So I guess this is my this is my number 2. Uh number 2. So we've got to talk James Bond games. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to bring up another game that we've both played. So mm-hmm. I'm going to choose 007 Everything or Nothing. Not Give me everything or nothing at all. Sung by Maya. So this is actually a direct sequel to Die Another Day, and is arguably a better send-off for Pierce yeah. Brosnan's James Bond than that movie was.
2: So this would have been his last
1: as James Bond. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they use his likeness in other games, like Nightfire. He was in Nightfire,
2: but he didn't. He didn't voice he it. He didn't voice it. Just yeah. used the likeness. But so, this one, he was. Yeah. yeah but, he well, was you can tell
1: because they've they've thrown in an absolute budget because they've got. John Cleese, Judi Dench, Willem Defoe, Shannon Elizabeth, Heidi Klum, and Maya. That's not insane!
2: Only... For, it, that like early two thousands for a game to have that for cast a in video it. game, and
1: it's it wasn't on many platforms either. Yeah. It, was, it was only on like GameCube and maybe PlayStation or yeah. something like that. Maybe original Xbox. There was only that. there was only a few it was on. I think I've got the copy in my... Oh. <laughs> He's going to dig it out. He's going to dig it out for us. There it is. There it is on the GameCube. Yeah, everything or nothing. Uh, you know what? Who I forgot to mention? Oh, Ju- Richard Jules. Keel. Yeah, 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 Richard Keel comes is. back as Jaws as well. The back cover. Um, you know, and and uh, and it's it's excellent. There's several forms of play on this game. So you can do. Ve- there's vehicular kind of. There's a rally level. There's you know you've got the Bond car. There's you drive a tank at one point. Um, you've got so like uh, there's this repel mechanic where you're running mm. down buildings with a grappling hook. Uh, there's a the lock-on shooting system which was quite good because not only could you lock on, but you could actually move the. There was like a, a red dot within oh, yeah. within the lock-on, so you could do like headshots yeah, yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we we played the co-op version as well, and I just bloody love this game and I, arguably one of the best James Bond games. And mm. I know obviously you know probably gonna talk about Goldeneye I'm I'm sure or mm. someone's definitely gonna bring up Goldeneye in the in the comments. But as as a third person game, it it was just brilliant. It just had everything I want like I was talking about that combat in Indiana Jones. Mm. This was very reminiscent of that as well. It's very it feels real. And yeah, it was an absolute blast. You've got Willem Dafoe as a Russian baddie. What what more could you want?
2: Those sort of three games. So starting with Agent Under Fire and then Nightfire, which were first person, and then moving to third person with this game. Yeah, uh, uh, those whole three games were were brilliant. Yeah, that was for tr- me. Tr- and and, but and, and this, again, this one, yeah.
1: And again, the like none of the those are my three favorite Bond games, and none of them are based on a movie either. Yeah, like not and but they they feel kind of feel like. They were so yeah.
2: they've got their own theme songs.
1: Worthy successes. And
2: they do play out like a like a Bond film. So you have got a big action set piece at the beginning,
1: mm. and you know, the cold open the classic Bond cold yeah. open on a previous mission, and, the and theme
2: song and the titles. Oh yeah, oh, um, and then you Those- go off into the proper. Proper Mission, story, and yeah. and there's driving levels. I think the driving levels were all done. I think they had different studios working on it. So the people who did Need for Speed ah, okay. did the driving levels, at least for Nightfire. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm yeah. assuming this one as there's well.
1: Some, but. some great kind of mo. I remember a lot of the getting a lot of the bond moments and feeling they like, were a, really fun. like a really accomplished one. I remember one where it's a motorbike level and uh, you slide under this exploding gas tanker. Yeah. Um, and and it's just incredible. It's just like, you know, yeah. and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking cool. I yeah. am. I'm James Bong. And I am the coolest man in the world. Um, yeah. Like, I'm not sure about the writing or all that. I don't remember the, the story that much. I remember no, it's about nanobots. Oh, okay. I think uh, something about nanobots. It's always about nanobots nowadays, yeah. isn't it? But I remember the little spider bot you would use as well. Oh yeah, like, and you could yeah. You go through vents and and blow up enemies like it, yeah. and things. There was a have l- a laser on it or something. Yeah, like, well. like a la- yeah. laser as well. And you cut open the the vents and stuff. Like it was a really like unique game, but also had a co op mode that we played uh, not so long ago. Oh, he's, he's getting out. He's getting out the uh, manual. Oh, look at those GameCube discs. Yeah, they're so tiny. they? Were. They're tiny, aren't they? So yeah, he's good, going good through the manual. It's going to have a flick through. You can hear him flicking the pages. Oh. <laughs> oh, Heidi Klum. Did you mention Heidi, Heidi Klum, Klum? Yeah, yeah. I mentioned Heidi Klum. Yeah, she was in it. It was huge, and and I think this was their way of going right. We can't make a film, Bond. You know. brosnan isn't doing it we're not quite sure who's going to be the new bond so let's plow our money into a video game because these are really popular these are doing really well so let's go for it and they all give it their all as well like the voice acting is great um and and again it makes it feel more authentic because all the actors are back and Mm. i like when they do that i really do appreciate when they do that like the ghostbusters game as well like you know no matter how you feel about the gameplay in that like at least they got all the actors back for, uh, you know, what they would call the third film, sort yeah. of. Um, but it did feel a bit like a fishing game, that game. <laughs> it was like, pull, pull, reel him in, <laughs> reel in the ghost, you know. Uh, you know, and I, I enjoy that because I never really play fishing games, so it's fine. But it, Na- it- Nano Suit, do you remember that? Nano Suit. Oh, was it that like invisible? invisible yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of a little like Die Another Day, isn't it? Coin grenades? Yeah, I don't remember that bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: remember that either. <laughs> I don't remember that.
1: but I I genuinely think if it's not, it it might not be the people's favorite Bond game, but it it, it is mine. The co-op mode was like, you were two MI6 agents and it was a totally unique story. You weren't Bond or it wasn't like a double of Bond as well. You know, it was, it was something that they didn't have to do. Like they Mm. went really hard on this game where I don't think they had to. And, but I appreciate every, every moment. There's a bit in helicopter. There's you name it. It's got, it's got a bit of everything in it. And, Uh, again, the combat was great and it was a tricky game. It was a hard game, but yeah. like it's not, it's not easy. Um, and I don't think there was a lot of checkpoints either. I don't remember there being a lot of kind of like quick save here. I think you had to just basically start the level again. Yeah. But. I still got a lot of fun out of it as a Mm. a Bond game. And and I'm not a massive Bond fan, I will say. I'm not the biggest Bond fan in the world, but I did appreciate a lot of the games that they did based on James Bond. Tomorrow Never Dies. I think I played The World It's Not Enough as well. There's a few others. I think I would pretty religious. the,
2: The last one that was really decent. I think yeah. they went downhill. I think they did from Russia with Love
1: afterwards.
0: Yeah, that I mean, was the re- Remade Goldeneye on the yeah. Wii.
1: I know, I know there was a very rushed. Uh, was it Blood Hunt or Casino Royale?
2: Oh, oh yeah, because um, Daniel Craig was in it, wasn't yeah.
1: he? Yeah, and and then I know that they, they did the the Goldeneye Legends as well, yeah. which is like a remake of it. So, yeah, I've not. I, I, you know, I think you're right. I absolutely think this is was the pinnacle, and and again. Pfft, kind of bottomed out after that. But yeah, that that is my Bond game. Mm. Um, So I don't know if you've got a Bond game. I I do. So I think
2: this was the pinnacle. (laughs) Here we go. Which, of course, is golden eye on the N64. And
1: and who could argue with that? I think
2: lately people are tending to look back on it not as favourably. Why? Just because it's so janky. I mean, and, I mean yeah the which models. Which of course it's gonna be yeah. for an N sixty four game.
1: Like, what what do you expect? The models don't look great, you know, the yeah. the you the know
2: controls are a bit iffy. Um, it was the
1: N sixty four controller though, which is a yeah. bit iffy anyway.
2: Um but g- going back to what what how old would I have been? Thirteen odd? Thirteen, fourteen. Um and my st- step I didn't have an N sixty four, my step mm. brother did. Um and um yeah just playing four, four player at once on a game at that, at that time
1: unheard and of!
2: just hours and hours of fun just playing um four player man with a golden gun mode yeah. on facility
1: yes yeah, the facility the yeah, facility I level. the facility oh. everyone loved that level that was yeah, the best that
2: was the best one but uh, just playing through the story was amazing but obviously it's known for it's multiplayer um, but there's so many things in the game that I, I hadn't played in a, I think this was probably the first first person shooter game yeah. I played, because um, I never really played Doom oh, or Doom Quake a, or anything like I, that.
1: I played, I think it was for me it was Doom and Duke Nukem were the ones I played, yeah. those, are, those are the classic, shake it for me baby, On <laughs> all the all the problematic stuff that comes with Duke Nukem. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. But, but yeah,
2: yeah, no, I'd never really played them, so GoldenEye was probably my first shooter. Um, I
1: think that's a good place to start, though. Like, so unique. The missions were like it was almost like a level was based on every part of the game. Yeah, you know, you had you had for the time you had fairly realistic looking characters. Yeah. you know, like Sean Bean, and yeah. Pierce Brosnan, and Famke Janssen. They all looked as best as they probably could have been on that system at that time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I think a lot of people prefer the game to the film.
2: I think it is my favourite Bond film as well. But I, I think they're on... They're at the same level with me. Yeah, on par with each other. But I mean, the, the music was just really good. Um, even when you, you just pause, the version of the Bond thing that I had on the pause menu was so cool. I've and, uh,
1: I, I've included the pause... Oh, have you? Yeah, because oh. I, I, I had a feeling you might be yeah. GoldenEye, so I've included the intro is going to be the pause music. Yeah. So. And just the, the pause
2: menu is your watch. Everything you, you can select is basically as if Bond's looking at his watch and doing something, and then your health's on there and your armour level, and yeah oh, just That's a fantastic great. That's great.
1: game I think, I think the levels were good like obviously everyone talks about the multiplayer like cheating his odd job and like yeah. ducking inside a crate and yeah. I used to I used to dick about with the mines all the time used, the mines I used, were great fun I used to, proximity I used to, mines I used to pile up mines so they were like yeah, <laughs> yeah. and my friends are like just come and kill me I'm like but I'm rubbish if you put
2: yeah. a mine on an ammo crate and then picked up the ammo crate the mine disappears oh, so you yeah. can't see it but then it still works I mm. um, was
1: clever I didn't know that yeah wish I'd known that now <laughs>
2: and and the sort of the cheat modes you could have as well like paintball mode yeah, and dk, DK mode. mode yeah dk mode I remember um, that
1: was the because that was the first level if you got like a gold or a silver medal I think you got the DK mode yeah, so everybody had DK mode
2: yeah DK mode and paper mode everyone had but some of the other ones yeah, yeah which were a lot like harder too, to get far too hard yeah um,
1: I remember you could um, was it it wasn't a DLC but you could lock like levels from the previous films couldn't you like yeah you could fight like Baron, Baron Samedi Sam- Sam- and Oddjob yeah. and, Odd Job and yeah. stuff like that and so. then
2: Moonraker level I think there's the one Scaramanga as well. on it as well I guess with yeah. Golden Gun as well you yeah
1: yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Like that's pretty I think, cool. Yeah, I think he is anyway. Like that's um, that's pretty cool that they got. Maybe not their likenesses, but they got they had the ability to at least include those yeah. characters. You know, in line with these modern Bond characters. Yeah, as well. and I think
2: it, it, just having a, a game where headshots actually dealt more damage than yeah. other shots, and if you shot them in the hand, their hand would sort of go backwards, and and they'd stumble <laughs> if you shot them. Or they'd, they'd hop on one yeah. foot if you oh, shot yeah, them in the leg. That's right. Um, shoot me in the dick, shoot me in the dick. <laughs> and then the rumble pack as well. I think this is probably yeah. the first game that I ever had or ever played that used the rumble pack.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that.
2: Um, which is obviously everywhere now. Just to keep going back to the multiplayer, um, I remember playing it at another mate's house who played it so much, he could tell where, whenever you died where you were going to spawn next. Really? Because it wasn't random, it was in a set order.
1: Oh my God. So he'd... He out. was
2: obviously amazing. He'd kill me, then run to wherever I was going to explore next and just kill me again and just keep doing that over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was also a, a, I don't know if it's a cheat, but you could get back up into the vent yeah, I after, think I driving, that, yeah. after climbing down. So you could go up there with a gun and just, and just hide. Yeah, I remember that. And I just camp, that one. basically. And just camp out,
1: yeah. which is what everybody does now. That's yeah. the thing. And, and GoldenEye invented that. You know, the way people would yeah. play FPS, you know, first-person shooters now, is basically because of GoldenEye. Like, everything is trying to kind of live up to GoldenEye, yeah. you know, in a sense.
2: And just having so many different modes. Like, you only live twice, when you have two lives. Um, yeah. And then you could adjust how much damage you do. And you could do that in a single player as well. You mm-hmm. can adjust the health of the enemies to make it harder for yourself. Um yeah just just
1: groundbreaking in so many ways it is and like you said like i i know obviously looking back people are like yeah well the the framework rate wasn't very good and the graphics are pretty poor and stuff but again this is like revolutionary i know there's a there's a first person shooter documentary coming out which talks about all the the differences and the changes and and the development of that genre yeah. uh, of gameplay which is I think is is going to be actually quite a fascinating documentary actually and I would definitely be watching that I'm not sure what it's called off the top of my head but it is being made I saw a trailer for it the other day but again straight away what's the first thing they mention on that trailer GoldenEye yeah. like Doom GoldenEye you know all the obvious ones and then some of the more modern ones but you can't underestimate the difference and the change that Goldeneye made and again it was delayed as well I remember it was supposed to come out around the time the, the film came out yeah but actually the delay kind of made it a little bit better and yeah kind of people separated the two a little bit I think
2: um yeah I think it was maybe two years after yeah the film, something, like, something that. like that something like that but um,
1: Again, like, it's it was kind of, you know, obviously these tying games, there usually is a bit of a rush to get them out a lot of the time. Yeah. Because they have to tie in with the game and it has to be, you know, it's the same with, like, social media nowadays. It's got, everything's got to come out, you know, all the review of Moon Knight needs to come out as Moon Knight mm. comes out, that kind of thing. It needs to be now, 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 now. But, um, but again, sometimes that delay is kind of beneficial in, in some ways. Yeah. And no, I, I mean, I can't, I can't argue with GoldenEye because I used to play with my friends. I didn't have an N64 either, but my friends like uh, Simon Cotton, who's one of the Patreon, you know, we used to go around his all the time, play it religiously, like Halo as well and all this other sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I was never very good, but, uh, but I, I, I had so much fun. I have such fond memories of playing that game with uh, my friend Oliver as well and uh, and Ozzy as well, like some, you know, my oldest friends basically. And we we had such a ball and, and I messaged them about this saying, oh, we're probably going to be talking about GoldenEye. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, GoldenEye, Goldeneye. it has to be GoldenEye. That has to be number one. <laughs> All top five rankings have to be GoldenEye. But yeah, couldn't agree more. And I think most people will agree with you as well. And uh, Was that your number one? That was my number one. That was it. Well, I can't, again, can't argue with that. But here's mine. So, you know I love a good cult film. Yes. You know I love a good cult film. Mm. So, I also love Rockstar, the developer of GTA. GTA. Yeah. yeah, that that kind of, and, and, you know, they've developed things like oh, Manhunt, right. yeah, Bully, and mm. they created, recreated, in so many ways, a classic film from Walter Hill from 1979. It is... The Warriors on the PS2. Like, because those previous games, Manhunt and GTA, were kind of inspired by the Warriors. Mm. They managed to get the license. They managed to get the actors back. They managed to get all the rights to the soundtrack. And... They created an amazing brawler for the modern day. Um, It is almost like a bit of a side-scrolling beat-em-up, but it's literally you are getting ambushed by a million guys all at once, and you are bashing away. There's a rage mode. You know, what other games, Scott, Can you say, when you take cocaine in it, it heals you? (laughs) There's not many games you can say you can do that and get away with it. And Rockstar, again, get away with it. Um, Again, all the actors are back, so it adds that authenticity. Not only do you get to play out the exact plot of the film, you get to go back and do all the backstory of all the characters. So the film you you kind it's kind of about escaping all the other gangs like they are framed for a murder they didn't commit and every gang in new york is after them mm. and you don't really get that much time for character development with all the action that's going on it's only an hour and a half so it's very much you know this is their thing they've got to do it but with this they managed to get they write their own backstory. They write the creation of the Warriors, the gang, and everything. You've got it's sort of an open world game. When you're at your base in Coney Island, you can go and do, you know, missions. You can do like smash and grabs. You can rob uh car radios and things. You've got mm. loads of little mini games as well. So like when you're painting the graffiti of the of the W over like your enemy's graffiti, you have to like use the directional to, to trace within the w um again you have to unscrew the the bolts nuts and bolts on the car radios you have to press certain buttons to unlock your um your handcuffs if you've been arrested by the police you know so much fun and again the combat was really good um you had grapples you had environmental kills you had weapons you had thrown weapons as well and you know, it also has that trademark kind of rock star, stupid, wacky humour in it. Yeah. So there's like you fight like a group of clowns and one of them's got a stutter and obviously they're making fun of his stutter and things like that. And again, very of the time, yeah. very of the time. But... Um, but yeah, there's a lot of that in there. There's a lot of that humour. And I think sometimes the, the weird or wackier humour doesn't really fit necessarily with the tone of the film. I will say that. Um, but there's a lot of kind of platforming elements and stealth elements. You would hide in the shadows like manhunt yeah, and, okay. uh, and try and avoid, and you can do stealth kills and... All sorts of stuff. Uh, and some levels, it's just about like making money. Yeah. Like, so you have to go and like rob places, loot places. And if the police get hold of you as well, it's a it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare uh, because they're really powerful. And you can't really... They're much like Jason or any of those other characters, it's like, how, how do you beat them? You can beat them, but it's really, really tough. And you get another police officer to kind of come and kick your ass but i absolutely loved it i played it and completed it several times there's a multiplayer mode which is just a rumble mode you can play as all the different gangs in the game there's so many different gangs of so many different looks and an th- open world did you say to a point, to a point. So you'd, you'd have a set level and a set area, but you had you could go around in the secondary objectives like uh, paint paint the uh, graffiti. You know, basically you get like a set area of a street, mm. and you and you'd be able to do that, and then you move on to the next set area. So oh, okay. it, there was there was a lot of environment. Stuff where you could go and buy drugs or you could buy weapons or you could, you know, give homeless people money and stuff. So it was really immersed you in this kind of dirty, dank New York lifestyle of crime. And I just loved it. There's a lot of character. And authenticity to to the game. It's still available on PS4 if you want to buy it. It's mm. still you can still get it, and I I do recommend it. the The combat it's not it's not a perfect game. It's got all the kind of PS2 problems mm. with kind of those kind of brawler even these combat days, games. It's
2: like GTA 5s combat's not great either. Uh, I think I'd, they've never been able to nail combat really. But
1: no, I mean even even with um, Red Dead Redemption as well. Yeah. I don't think the combats are made no. like the hand to hand combat's not great, but no. everything else is pretty good. But I think this is probably the closest they came to nailing the combat in in so many ways you'd you could play as all the different warriors and again they all had their different skills. Um, you know if they're stronger or faster or they're more you know pro in martial arts or they're better at spray painting or unlocking uh, handcuffs and stuff there was so much going on and again they would accurately recreate the moments from the movie like to the exact. Like, they look exactly the same. You couldn't... If you put them side to side, you wouldn't know the difference because they look exactly the same. Even the intro, like we were talking about the Bond intro. Mm -hmm. Like, the intro is the intro to the film. It's, like, shot for shot. Recreation. The lines are the same. The music is the same. Everything. That's cool. And it would just... I just loved it, and and again, it probably didn't sell that well because it was based on a cult film. Yeah, but I think it was one of the best titles that, that Rockstar ever put out for my money, personally. But there you go. Yeah. There we are. That's our top five, everybody. So, uh, do you have any honourable mentions, Scott? Um, we go? I think they kind of most of them have been mentioned already. At me some point, let... I know we've we've um, talked about quite a few.
2: Yeah, Agent Under Fire and Nightfire, um, uh, the Lord of the Rings Two Towers. Okay. Um, which I think I played before watching any of the Lord of the Rings film. Okay. I was never really into Lord of the Rings. Yeah, then. me I'm neither. Still not really. Mm. Yeah. but I I think I rented uh, Two Towers. Mm. Um, I just remember that being really really fun. Um, I think you play as a lot of the different
1: characters like Legolas. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember hearing Aragorn. about the combat being really good as well. Yeah. And and yeah, I, I heard a lot of good things about that. I think somebody's mentioned in the, in their mm. in their uh, comment um, uh, comments. Yeah, I just
2: remember that being really good. Um, and then the other one
1: it's not
2: exactly based on a film sure. as such Star Trek Bridge Crew.
1: Okay, sure. Which it, set in the universe it's set fine. in the universe yeah. and
2: you one of the ships you can use is the 2000 based on the 2009 JJ Abrams film okay. so that's kind of why I'm thinking yeah I sure. can sneak it in.
0: Yeah, why not? Um
2: yeah, you can basically play as one of four roles either the captain, engineering, um tactical. I
0: can't, know. I, know, I can't
1: remember no. what the other one is
2: like steering
1: <laughs> steering <laughs> what's your role on the ship just <laughs> steering I just um, left to right yeah um but i've got that on
2: the psvr hmm. um and a couple of times i've just got a few beers and played with some random americans yeah um and it's been really fun yes. so yeah you played one of those roles sit at the desk wow like for and, real
1: yeah use the controllers as your hands and um yeah it's really fun that's cool it does say that does sound quite again quite i mean vr is immersive anyway so i guess it's even more immersive when you're like on the on the deck so to speak and and you know commanding those locations and you know yeah that sounds good yeah i've I've had a good good few nights playing that sounds interesting that one Mm. Uh, well i've got a i've got a few honorable mentions as well i'll just i'll just breeze through them very quickly so uh First of all, um, again, we've mentioned a couple. So Ghostbusters, Indiana Jones, and The Emperor's Tomb. So I, I've also said I was playing Mad Max. Uh, one of the first games I ever completed without cheats, because I, when I was a kid, I was like, I'll just put cheats in. <laughs> because I was a little shit, I was like, I'll just put cheats in, um, was the Italian job, the original Italian job. They mm, made a game on yeah. the PS1. I, I bloody loved it. I, fi- I rented it and finished it in a day. It was like, it was amazing. Yeah. And and again, it's like they're doing like really bad Michael Caine impressions. Like, you're at least supposed to blow that bloody nose yeah. off. you know? And it, it, and again, every moment is from the film. Like at the end, when you're you're trying to drive the minis into the the bus or whatever yeah. it is, you have to line up perfectly. You know, you start off in the, I think it's the, um is it the 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 car of the pakistani like um uh, kind of leader from the UN. They've stolen. The mm. girlfriend stolen the car, and now you have to escape the police and stuff. Um, so yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. Considering yeah. considering it's a it's a racing game without any weapons. I'm I'm a, I'm very up for vehicular combat games, but racing games. I've never really been that into.
2: Yeah, I'm sort of the same. Yeah, um, but
1: that that one for me, I had a lot of fun with just because of yeah. the, and the music again was like you know we are the self preservation
2: yeah. society. So similar ones
1: that are don't actually remember if I played it, but I think I did, which is The Great Escape. Oh, I've heard game. about that one, yeah. There was a few I wanted to play, like The Godfather game or Scarface. A Reservoir
2: Dogs one that Reservoir came out. Reservoir Dogs, yeah. I never actually played that one, but yeah. I don't I've it was heard the King Kong
1: game, the Peter Jackson King Kong game was all right as well. Yeah. I heard that was pretty cool. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot out there. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, so I've played Band Max. Um, I've been playing a lot recently of Aliens Fireteam Elite, which is this three-player survival horror combat game. It's which is fairly new, isn't it? It is really new, like six months or so, yeah. six, six, seven, eight months I've been playing it, and it's three people, and again, it's like the film's Aliens. You just get It's like a horde mode, yeah. so you just get swarms and swarms of Aliens. Um, it's really good, though, really fun. If you're looking for something like that, um, just mowing down Aliens left and right, it's so much fun, and again... You have to play a very specific role, and if you are not fulfilling your role, mm. you will all die. Like yeah. quite, and you only get one life. So once you're dead, you're dead. So you have to really concentrate, and it's like a really intense half an hour game. Yeah. You know, each level is very intense. So, but I do recommend it's a lot of fun. Again, all the music is good, all the sound effects. You get a motion detector again. Yeah. You know, it's really really fun. So if you're looking for not isolation but a really accurate representation of aliens, go for mm. fire Team Elite. Um, still on. It's very on. It's on only online, really. There's no. Yeah. There's no kind of uh, single Store player mode. Think, you yeah. can do single player because you can have two synthetics. Oh, um, okay. But when it gets to the harder levels, you won't be able to do it with synthetics. Yeah. The, the, there's no way. There's just no fucking way. Um. What else was I going to say? Uh, we mentioned Predator Hunting Grounds. You mentioned Aladdin. Uh. I was going to say another game which is better than the film. Chronicles of Riddick, Escape yeah. from Butcher
2: Bay. I remember that getting very good reviews when it came out. Really good. Nice stealth,
1: combat, first person. Yeah. I loved that one. I didn't play it. Yeah, really good. Really, really good. But yeah, that's that's all the honourable mentions. Did you have oh, any There more? was one one more just for the...
2: Go on. It's the most ridiculous title <laughs> for a computer game ever. Sure. Street Fighter, the movie, the game. <laughs> Is it really? It was really so it, good. They, <laughs> no, I think it was probably the worst Street Fighter game ever. But they used the the actors' representations wow. for the characters instead of having, you know,
1: kind of like kind of like Mortal Combat almost. They used yeah, the real, yeah. the real I, person. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But what a ridiculous title! Yeah. I think it's kind of obviously a bit of a joke title, isn't it? But yeah, it's well, yeah. I
2: don't know if it was at that time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. This will really work. Um, But let's go on to our Hmm. listener comments. We've got a little bit of time left before we finish up. So let's have a look. So yes, the listener comments. So uh, Mike of Genuine Chit Chat, the Genuine Chit Chat podcast, uh, at Genuine Chit Chat on Twitter. He says, Star Wars Revenge of the Sith on PS2 was insanely cool. Uh, The game of Toby's first Spider-Man movie was great. Complete the final mission on hard and you get to play any level as the Green Goblin, which was insane. I have to admit, that was fun. You played as Harry Osborn as the Green Goblin, but you would reenact all the stuff in the game. But it's almost like, oh, it's totally original. (laughs) It's never happened to me. <laughs> but yeah, you got the glider, and you can turn the glider on and off. And you can, oh, cool. Yeah, it was really, really cool. It was something a bit, a bit different. I know in later games you could blaze like venom and stuff, but that was kind of the first instance of that. Yeah, and one that very, very, very much almost made my list, but because we did the comic book games, I didn't mm. want to mention it. X Men Origins Wolverine Uncaged. <laughs> is a brutal God of War style, you know, uh, video game. Yeah. And it is brutal. You see all the scars and damage. You can see his bones underneath his body when he gets oh, destroyed. It was great. Um, so that was one of his favourites too. So Max Byrne, at Maxi Byrne, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Bang average film, but the game was ace. And he's really showing his age with this one, Max. <laughs> Death Wish 3 (laughs) on the ZX Spectrum (laughs) Uh, and The Warriors on the PS2, which I do agree. I do agree. But yeah, uh, Death Wish 3 on the ZX Spectrum. Uh, Paul Meller, so that's uh, at the Mella Geek on Twitter. I loved this one. And he's uh, showing an image of Ghostbusters again on the ZX Spectrum. I think I played that one on the Atari. I'm sure there was was a port or a version of that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't good that one. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. Scott disagrees. Scott Unless
2: it disagrees. was a different version I played, but you
1: yeah. know, I know there was one on the NES that was somewhat uh, popular. Yeah, I think
2: because um, the one I played, you had to add, you could buy different things to add to Ecto One, uh-huh, and then okay. you do a bit of drive. You drive to Each the location. place where the ghost is mm-hmm. or the ghosts are, and you have to capture ghosts on the way there.
0: The
1: way. Oh God! And then ones that aren't even being paid for. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, again, uh, so Dan Dan's photo, so Dan Burgess, at Dan's photo one. He said, again, Death Wish 3 on the ZX Spectrum. <laughs> I don't know why. The, I, I, of all the things I expected for people to comment on, like GoldenEye and, yeah. and various other games, I didn't Death think wish. Death Wish 3 would we'll come up to, twice. We'll have to look it up afterwards. We will. We'll have to have a look and see if that actually works. Then he's also gone, that Wolverine game was something else. So, again, I uh, hope the new one is as good. And then he's also said the Die Hard trilogy was the most surprisingly excellent game. You could play all the different parts with different controllers too. If I remember correctly, uh, 2 was playable with the guns from Time Crisis. I believe that was Mm, true. I think depending on the, the gun controller you had, I think that did happen. So yeah, um, so I am Jack's Musings, at I am Jack's Musings, my biggest fan. Unsurprisingly, I love the Die Hard trilogy that was released for PlayStation. The first film was a third-person shooter, the sequel was a first-person shooter, whilst Vengeance was a driving game and devilishly hard... No pun intended. Mm. Goldeneye is the king, though, of course. there you go. There you go. And Angry Andy Reviews, so that's at Andy underscore review. Uh, He has said in no particular order, Batman Returns on the Super Nintendo, Goldeneye, the thing... Lion King on the SNES and Lord of the Rings the 2000 Towers, so very similar to yours.
2: Yeah, I did see his tweet yesterday, and that's <laughs> possibly why I chose to do Aladdin instead of the Lion okay. King. Okay, okay, not You're to ch- be too similar to him. Well, don't worry but, yeah. because
1: I spoke to him last night, and he also decided not to have Batman Returns. He wanted to mention Star Wars Rogue Leader, Rogue Squadron Two, Rogue Leader. I think Rogue I think, Squadron think Two, Rogue talk- Leader.
2: I think that was one of my picks when we did Star From last Wars last time. Yeah, yeah, I
1: think so. So, so he, because I, I said to him, I was like, "It's within the." universe. And he was like, well, if it's within the universe, (laughs) then I'll have this. And I was like, "All right, then it's fine. Um, And then again, Star Wars Timeline. So that's at SWT underscore channel. Without a shadow of a doubt, 007, everything or nothing. So a lot of the same ones popping up again. And then at Brett Scott, at Real Brett Scott said, Batman Returns is a great pick. So that was in response to Andy's original picks. But yeah, that is it. That is our Top five movie licensed video games. That was good. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was a fun selection. So, Scott, do you want people to find you on the social media? And if so, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter as Scott Hodgie. I think I believe Every it, time it is. Scott, I've done you're, this.
2: You're so rubbish. You're, yeah, you're crap. Scott Hodgie. Hodgie with an e. Why? Mm-hmm. And then I'm kind of new to Instagram as well. Yeah. Oh, Scott Hans Hodgson. There we go. On Instagram. Perfect. I, but I don't think I posted anything on there yet.
1: No worries. I'll so. I'll, ta- I'll tag them anyway. Um, but thank yeah, you. yeah mm. no problem. No problem. I'll do my social medias and then we'll be off. So fe- Facebook, it's at Secret Balls. Twitter, at Dan underscore Balls. Instagram, at Spider Dan Secret Balls. Review, like, share, comment, subscribe, etc. And don't forget to use the hashtag Prepare for Prattle when you interact with us. If you want to join the battalion and to be briefed in full on the Secret Balls, swing over to PrattleWorld at www.spiderdanandthesecretballs.com. I'd also like to thank my patrons on Patreon. I'm Jack's musings, Paul Meller, Max Byrne, Scott Hodgson, Simon Cotton, Mike Burton, and Angry Andy reviews for their continuing donations. It is very much appreciated and helps Brattle World keep on turning. And if you ever find yourself in a position to help the podcast please consider it. So thank you for almost everybody in my Patreon commented and obviously you're in the Patreon as well. So thank you guys, everyone that donates as much as they do. Uh, I do appreciate it and I know I'm going to give you a bit more content. We've got Wizard Month coming up, so I'm going to release all of these early for my Patreon so you get to hear it before anybody else. That's the kind of benefit you get from being on my Patreon. But thank you again, Scott. That has been really interesting. I know that you were saying that you might want to do another a film-based one um yeah yeah uh, you want to give it a try yeah i suggested crawl crawl the Which cult classic i grew up with that film yeah i remember yeah. you you introduced me to crawl and oh, I, I remember yeah, yeah we, we, you put it on i was like yeah i'll give it i'll give it a watch sounds all right but yeah i remember i remember enjoying it it's been a while but yeah, yeah. maybe you can do a secret defenders on crawl maybe i think that's a good idea yeah. i think we'll we'll schedule we'll put that in the pipeline and uh, and that'll be it but yeah no I really really did enjoy this I'm glad we finished the trilogy yeah. I think it's been I think it's, it's been good I've enjoyed all of these because it's, it's a little bit different from when I when I talk about films and stuff and comics so mm. it's nice to talk about video games in a in a critical and constructive way yeah I've had a great time thank you fantastic thank you very much for having me round to your home and Lucy's has cooked us a lovely roast and we've had a few beers not too many but enough and uh, yeah this has been a lot of fun but thanks again and uh well, We'll see you all next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye.